every Michael Bay movie, and then we're going to do a whole episode about Michael Bay, and then we're going to not talk about The Rock and just do a whole episode about The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Deal. Yeah. Wait, does that mean I have to watch two more Transformers movies? No. <sighs> I'm not going to. Okay, good. I've only watched the first two. I've seen three. Woof. <laughs> no. Those don't count. Okay. You get the idea after two, in my opinion. All right. So much. 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 So on top of him being the most interesting person ever, clearly, <laughs> is that I saw Valley Girl, his first movie. Well, first one, first, first like starring one, role? I, I don't know. Because Fast Times came out before that. Oh, did it? Yes. Wow. One year, one year before. Then this list is not even close to comprehensive then. This is maybe just Nick Cage starring films, which is 72 of them. That's a lot. You got to give the guy, he does not do a lot of small roles anymore. No, he's he just, just all big stars, all the time. That's it. Well, the first one he did was Best of Times, in 19, a TV movie in 1981, so that doesn't count. No, nah, it doesn't count. But he was in Fast Times. Anyway, I saw Valley Girl, and it was insane. Like, Yeah, what's the premise of that? So it's base, It's kind of like a Romeo and Juliet-esque thing. Okay. It's this girl who's from the valley, and she ends up going on... The valley like... Valley like in Los Angeles. Like Beverly Hills, yeah, the valley, whatever like, is, yeah. or whatever. And and then Nick Cage is this guy from Hollywood, and he's all kind of punk, but like in the really early '80s way, where he looks like he was in. He's got like spiked the, colored hair. He looks like he's in Flock of Seagulls. He's got that. Oh hair yeah. Okay. I'm bit. looking at the picture now, and he looks like a combo between Flock of Seagulls and man. Once you said that out, that's all I could think of. Yeah. No, it's like a punk Flock of Seagulls. He's got like a vest and yeah. like a weird scarf around his neck it's sort weird. of that's knotted it's very weird and then like cowboy boots yeah it's really goofy though at the beginning when he's introduced because it's like it's more focused on this girl and her friends okay and so he's introduced as being like that he's on the beach and they're all like checking out this guy yeah and it's nick cage which is very weird very weird but i mean like he looks a lot more normal as a young guy yeah in, from these pictures yeah, yeah, yeah. that i'm seeing yeah uh, he doesn't have like an obvious fake hair. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's most of it, I guess. Yeah. Man, uh, Nick Cage's hairline. Uh, yeah, but what is so weird about it? Oh, so anyway, so he ends up. His friend like overhears them talking about a party, so they kind of crash this like really preppy party. Nice. This and, sounds pretty good. Yeah. Well, and then he ends up. He gets beat up and like kicked out of the party. Awesome. And then he sneaks back in the party through the like bathroom window and like hides in the shower for a while, waiting for her to come into the bathroom. What? Which is very uncomfortable. It's very eighties. Yeah. It's like a sex comedy. Okay. So it's like yeah. And then there's like all sorts of other crazy stuff happens that doesn't even seem related. Like there's one guy who's friends with some of them who has this thing where like there's a girl that likes him but then also the girl's mom is into him oh man like the main character girl her parents are like former hippies so like that's like played for a lot of pretty decent jokes okay, okay. where like you think she'd get in trouble for being out all night but she kind of doesn't yeah can uh, i just read the tagline for this movie go for or it. what's on the poster yeah she's cool he's hot she's from the valley he's not <laughs> yeah that kind of sums it up 
Uh, and she has this he- awful douchebag ex-boyfriend who's trying to get back together with her. Okay. It's absurd. The whole Throughout the whole movie, we were just like, what? Like, what is going on? This looks very interesting. It was weird. But anyway, I saw that, and I also saw another one that had Nick Cage in it not that long ago, which doesn't really have a lot to write home about, other than the fact that he repeatedly talks about how this snakeskin jacket that he's wearing is representative of his individuality and love for personal freedom or something. What movie is this? That was in uh, Wild at Heart. The David Lynch one. Oh. He says that line like four times throughout the movie. And he's like almost playing like an Elvis impersonator. Okay. It's weird. Weird. I've never even... I don't think you've even heard of that one. Yeah. It's got Laura Dern too. Oh, awesome. She rules. Yeah, she's cool. But she was also playing a very over-the-top person. In That's that. kind of David Lynch, though, right? Yeah. Man, uh, and he does good old order. Nick Cage. But yeah, so Nick Cage, he just fully commits all the time. And it we is were really insane. Before. Yeah, but it's true. And it's like, if you want an insane person, he's the man you got to pick. Has there been ever been a movie where he seemed bored? Uh, he seemed kind of bored in Next, if I remember correctly. Oh, that was like the worst That was of kind the... of the height of his getting those checks tax money era, time i think yeah probably and that movie was bad or um next and that what was the other one i kept talking about knowing that the worst yeah, movie of all time oh boy <laughs> but then like but that's the thing is that after knowing which he was i mean he still was yelling the whole time <laughs> yeah but then you had him in kick-ass yeah and in kick-ass he was awesome like he was legit good again yeah he was a great unhinged dad character yeah like he's really happy that his little daughter knows how to like throw knives and like Mm -hmm. load a gun with one hand i'm curious about how if there's been any of his movies where for whatever reason they didn't want it to be unhinged oh so he had to like but they like the studio made him get nick cage because he's a big name or something yeah oh i'm sure and that they couldn't hold it back uh it has to have happened oh not and not hold it back i was gonna say yeah he was in uh he was in in a a reboot of of left behind which of course i didn't see (laughs) he's in a lot of bad movies oh so many and they can't all like some of them have to have been his fault Oh, you know uh, what I mean? I would. Do you think the Wicker Man? No, that was just a bad script. But do you think he made it worse? I think he did. He made it hard to take seriously. Yeah. Okay, that's probably better. Yeah. They really were going for a serious tone, and he was like, "Not the bees." Yeah. And all that stuff. That's the thing. I can't imagine. That's what's weird. I can't imagine that they wanted him to do that, or that <laughs> they didn't see what he was doing and think to themselves, "Well, this is silly." Yeah. Like, although they did write into the script that he was going to be in a bear costume and kick a woman in the stomach. How to get burned? How to get burned? So, like, there's just so much over the top craziness. <laughs> yeah, in that one. I don't know. I was looking at his IMDb page, though. I'm looking at it right and now. Please count for me how many movies he has made since Kick Ass. Because that was the last movie of his that I'd seen. Oh, for real? I'm pretty sure. Okay, I will and tell you. That was in 2010. You got to give me a minute. Do you count voice work? Yeah. I'm going to count. Yeah. I'm just going to... Actually, let's just... I'll name them. There we go. Sorcerer's Apprentice. I've seen that. It was bad. Looks bad. Season of the Witch. I've seen that. It was bad. Wow. I saw it at a cheap, a cheap theater. Oh, there we go. For $3. And it was not worth the $3. Mm-hmm. Drive Angry. Heard that was actually fun. Seeking Justice. Trespass. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, the sequel to Ghost Rider. I got to see those sometime. I think that would be really fun. Uh, Stolen, Joe, The Frozen Ground, 
Then he voiced the Croods. Rage, Outcast, Left Behind, Dying of the Light. Am I just making names up? <laughs> yeah, these could all be How made would up. you know? What is Joe? I've never heard of that. That one he actually um, got some accolades for. What? Uh, it's directed by David Gordon Green. An ex-con who is the unlikeliest of role models meets a 15-year-old boy and is faced with the choice of redemption or ruin. Okay. But then, okay. The Runner, Pay the Ghost, The Trust, Dog Eat Dog. Snowden. He was in Snowden, I guess. That movie okay. about Edward Snowden. Yeah. USS Indianapolis, Men of, Men of Courage, Army of One, Arsenal, Vengeance, <laughs> Inconceivable, Mom These and Dad, <laughs> The Humanity <laughs> Bureau, Mandy, Looking Glass. That's, that's all of so them. So this dude was seriously in 20 movies in the last 10 years. All of which had the most generic names yeah, of all time. and I never saw any of them. And I've still seen maybe more Nick Cage movies than any other actor. Yeah. I would not be shocked to find that out. Well, 94 according credits. To, according to this or 86, list. Or uh, 86, not including upcoming I projects. have apparently seen 19 Nicolas Cage movies. That's a lot. I don't think I've seen that many movies. I don't I've seen that many, what's, like, Paul Newman movies. You know movies, what's he's my just as interesting about that is that we've probably seen only half of the same Nicolas Cage movies, and we've seen the same amount <laughs> of Nicolas Cage movies. <laughs> yeah, you said you've seen several that I haven't seen. Yes, because, uh, man, because I haven't seen... I obviously didn't see Valley Girl. Yeah. Uh, You've seen Raising Arizona. You see Moonstruck? No. Yeah, see? Like, that's like one of his supposed best ones. Have you seen Time to Kill? Uh, don't think so. I haven't either. That doesn't sound familiar. Man, there's just, there's just so many. I'm just scrolling He's, through the list. He was stars in a Martin Scorsese movie that I haven't even have seen. Have you seen The Rock? Yeah. I have not seen I've that seen one. I've seen The Rock a bunch of times. The Rock's insane. Uh, I've never seen Face Off either. I've seen Face Off. It's banana. It's even... I I feel bad now that I just said The Rock was insane because that means I don't have any adjectives that are strong enough for Face Off. <laughs> face Off is bananas. He switches faces with John Travolta. And he has to act... And John Travolta has to act like Nick Cage and Nick Cage has to act like John yeah. Travolta. That's incredible. And they switch faces back. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Gone in 60 Seconds? Yeah. That was a good one. I, yeah. mean, I remember liking it back in the day. <laughs> okay, so anyway, we could go. We could keep going through these. And yeah, we probably will, but this all goes without saying that he is in great movies. Yeah, The Weatherman, that was great. Adaptation is yes. like one of my favorite movies ever. Oh, I think it's his best role for sure. Oh, it's gotta be. It's so good. And then Raising Arizona is also very, very good. Yeah. It's like... I've heard Lord of War is okay. I don't think I saw The intro is supposedly really great. I, I did know. see Lord of War, apparently. Thanks, Internet, for remembering that I saw this movie. I don't remember <laughs> seeing it. Yeah. Um, I heard Bad Lieutenant's supposed to be really good. I saw that one. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, boy. We need... We need to have, like, a movie club where we watch, like, one of these a week. Yeah. Or one of these a month, even. We could do it forever. Because he'll just keep coming out with more. He'll come out with eight movies a year. Oh, yeah. He would outpace us at I that. think so. We'd have to watch one every, like, month. Yeah. And then, even then, it would take us, like, five years to watch all of these. Uh, it's... I... Okay. Nick Cage... Talking about Nick Cage is, at this point, essentially cliched. Yeah. For they sure. made that episode of Community where they're trying to figure out if he's good or not. Yeah. Like, where Abed goes crazy. Yes. And, but even with all of that, I still can't wrap my head around it. Yeah, for sure. He's, because then you also have to think about his, him in real life mm-hmm. and how weird he is in real life. Yeah, he's obsessed with Superman. He's obsessed with comics so much that he, his stage name is Nick Cage, named after Luke Cage. Oh, yeah, because his real last he's, name is Coppola. He's Nicholas Coppola, yeah. He's Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. Yeah. He also, he named his son Kal-El. 
<laughs> for real. Superman's That's his name. son's real first name. Yeah. Yeah, he's obsessed with that. Do you remember when he bought that fossil? Like some insane... That sounds like, really familiar. I think it was like a Chinese... It was like a year ago or something? Dinosaur fossil. Like pretty recently? Yeah, and he had to like give it back. He bought it for $250,000. Mm-hmm. And... Um, they found out that you know it had been taken illegally, or it was like the property of some sure. state or whatever. Yeah. And he gave it back. He was just like, "Oh yeah, here you go." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Who? Likes End the- of story. Yeah, that's so weird. Like that's obviously the best case scenario, but like who? <sighs> that never happens. Like <laughs> like when people like you know they hear all those cases where there's like some painting yeah. that was stolen like during the holocaust or something right. and they have to Germany. sue them for it's a case that takes 10 years or whatever yeah. and it's like that doesn't happen can i just read and it's not even like he's fabulously wealthy he had tax problems can i just read the quotes from his imdb page Please these aren't do. like movie quotes this is just him saying it awesome. okay first off second quote there's a fine line between the method actor and the schizophrenic he hasn't found that line. Yeah, he's he's clearly <laughs> dipping back and forth the whole time. Just, and then literally the next quote is, I am not a demon. I am a lizard, a shark, a heat-seeking panther. I want to be Bob Denver on acid playing the accordion. Did anyone think he was a demon? Where did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> and then he was married to Lisa Marie Presley. That was weird. Uh, what? Yeah, Elvis's daughter. Yeah, so like, so he's like, got a, oh boy. He married Michael Jackson's ex-wife. Yes. <laughs> I think... Oh, boy. That's, i got to wrap my head around that one a while. So basically, like, all the quotes in this section are about how he must realize how weird he is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can, I I just, mean... can I just read this? Yeah, please. I remember when I met Johnny Depp. He was a guitar player from Florida, and he had no idea he could be an actor. I said... I really think you are an actor, that you have that ability. That was just from playing one game of Monopoly with him. I sent him to my agent, and he has gone on to carve out a successful career. Yeah, no kidding. Well, didn't Johnny Depp start acting when he was like 18? Yeah, I guess so. Because he, like... he played a game of Monopoly with Nick Cage. <laughs> he was in 21 Jump Street because Nick Cage, I guess. What? So... I mean, Nick Cage started acting in like 82... And Depp started acting in like 88, so he must have just ran into him. Wasn't, oh, I suppose. Because didn't Johnny Depp own, he was like already like successful enough to own that club that River Phoenix died at. Yeah, in the 90s. Oh, was it? Yeah, 93 or 95 or something like that. Okay, never mind. No, because I wonder when that was. But anyway, it was early 90s. So Also, I like the idea that somebody is going to be like a real dedicated actor and think like, yeah, you could do this. Yeah. I've hung out with you for an hour. You've got the chops. To like, be fair, Johnny Depp apparently did have the chops. Well, yeah, he was apparently right. But it like doesn't but, Oh, you mean that he it has doesn't, the, it just makes it sound like Nick Cage doesn't think that highly of acting as a craft. I'm sure he doesn't. It's just like, oh yeah, are you cool? Do which honestly I can buy into. Yeah. Do people want to hang out with you? That's like ninety percent of it. Are you willing to be crazy are you like a, yeah are you a charismatic person who's willing to commit yeah basically That's done apparently all nick cage thinks you need oh he was also married to patricia arquette huh that's kind of an interesting that makes one. me actually think more differently about her than it does about him it's he all has such a strong personality it's that, all weird huh 
apparently he is separated from his current wife. Okay. And he only has the one kid, Kal El. I want to. I gotta look this kid up too. Man, Man. what a weird dude. Uh, like, what's your favorite Nick Cage movie? Not necessarily what he's seen the yeah. best in, but which one's your favorite to watch? Well, adaptation is the easy answer, but it's the best. I mean, that's the best like critical one. Yeah, that's the best movie he's ever made. I gotta say. Yeah, for but sure. But what's your what? What most, would you just like flip on? Yeah, if I was gonna be, and that's the thing, it's a different thing if you just want to see Nick Cage. Yes. Because in that movie, he kind of that's his best attempt at becoming somebody else. Yeah. And so if you want to, like, man, I'm in the mood to see Nick Cage, then that'd be a bad choice. Yep. So I'd have to go National Treasure. Really? He's so... Because it's like he's trying to be cool in that one. Like he's being a leading man? Yeah. And he can't do it. Yeah. And he looks insane. I think that's kind of the... I don't want to say that's the peak of his hair looking absurd. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but it's absurd. I got to think of one where he actually stars, because I would say Kick-Ass. Yeah. That's just like a fun... Do you ever see and ba- I don't even like that movie that much. Did you ever see Bangkok like... Dangerous? No, I never did. Oh, boy. I watched Bangkok Dangerous with a couple of guys, and we have been quoting a line from it for years. We Actually, I think we've been purposefully misquoting a line from it for years. Yeah. But it's like... <sighs> It's so weird. I think he's a hitman or something, and he goes to Bangkok. Yeah. And he just has weird interpersonal interactions the entire movie. Yeah. He, it's just him. He can't hold it back, his insanity. Yeah. Or whatever. He can't hold it back, his Nick Cage-ness. And so it just colors every scene with just this bizarre sheen. (laughs) Where he can't do anything normal. Yeah. I mean, I guess my favorite one's going to be, like, Raising Arizona, of one I've watched, like, multiple times. Yeah. But it's... He's great in it, and yeah. but but Holly Hunter is also so good mm-hmm. that it like she's yeah she kind of steals the show a little bit from it's him. the duo and that's what's so great about them. But I think if one that I want to watch again, like if right now I had to like pick a Nick Cage movie to watch, mm-hmm. well, I mean I'd probably watch Face Off because I haven't seen it and I yeah. got to see it. Yeah, I think I'd watch Con Air. Yeah, he's fully nuts in that too. Is that a he's so over the top? Is that no, I was gonna say is that uh, what's his name? Transformers, Michael Bay. Is that a Michael Bay flick? Uh, but it's not no. Simon West. Well, uh, the one before that is The Rock. That's the thing. That's why you got to see The Rock. Oh, okay. that, uh, that, what I was gonna say was the other one that I would go with, other than maybe National Treasure. And that's the other thing. I have weird nostalgia for National Treasure. Okay. Because like I saw it when I was like fifteen. Yes, yeah, you know, I was slightly too out. old to care about it. Well, and I was just like, I thought, you know, even in that where. The whole thing is just like secrets of history, and yeah. I like history, and so it's like weirdly a weird trick to make you think that it's kind of right. cool. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but I was going to say, the other one... It's, it's like, uh, not Angels and Demons, the first one, Da Vinci Code. Yeah. It's like, hey, they're referencing things I know. Whoa. It's like history for dumb people. Yeah. And I was 14, <laughs> so I was dumb. History uh, for dumb people is yeah. literally the perfect description of that um, movie. But I was going to say, the other one that I would go with, other than National Treasure, maybe, would probably be The Rock. Okay. Because it really comes up to his level. Okay. And so does Con Air. Yeah. And so does Face Off. 
And those are all in a row, which is kind of cool. That is kind of cool. Well, and the one before that, which I have never seen, Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. That's gotta, one that people legitimately care about. Guess they got to check that and one I out. And I still too. haven't seen. I, that's just crazy to me that I've seen 19 of a person's movies and not even all the ones that people say are good. Yeah, for sure. Um, just passively take in Nick Cage. Apparently. So, side mm-hmm. a little bit on this. Have you ever seen The Family Man? I think that's mom's I've favorite Nick Cage movie. Of it, but yeah. Just from her. Yeah, because like, she I, watches it a lot. It'll be on TV, and she likes it. And I'll be like, oh, what Family is Man. going Great on? Movie. <laughs> why, why does Nick Cage look like that? Yeah. And like, <laughs> Tay Leone's in it, who I always associate oh, with yeah. being not good. Yeah. Not for any reason, but I think it's because she's always in like a sad mom role. Yeah. Is she like the mom in like Jurassic Park 3 or something? She, she is, yes. Wow, nice work. That's, I think, what I've seen her in probably. She's in Deep Impact. She's also in Spanglish, and she's like real, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I just think she's such a bummer. She's fun in Dick and Jane, right? That oh, yeah. Cool. She was good in that. She was good. But I just, That's I don't a comedy. Think, yeah. I just she's always. supposed to be funny. She makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Which is a bad thing for an actor and it's not for any reason like yeah, she's huh, in yeah it's probably just the roles she gets offered or yeah being bummered i bummers. guess i don't know who knows um but yeah that uh, the family man never seen it no but me neither it just looks, seen the clips i just see i see it over mom's shoulder and i'm like what huh <laughs> why is nick cage look very old sorry mom sorry mom it looks weird <laughs> <laughs> you'll probably convince us it's really good <laughs> It's got Don Cheadle in it. That can't be all bad. Yeah, he's he's generally good. But argument against it, it also has Jeremy Piven. Oof. Wow. They so, really got the full spectrum of respectability with real, those four. Real 50-50. <laughs> it's a real gamble whether this too, is going to be a good one or not. With a lot of, even like that, of saying, but it's got Jeremy, it's, it's got Don Cheadle, but it's got Jeremy Piven. <laughs> yeah. Like, a lot of times with an, an actor, you can say, like, it, it seems like it means something that this person is in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why people get so thrown off by Nick Cage because you get an idea like, oh yeah, Nick Cage is in this movie. It's terrible. Yeah. Because he's made terrible movies for 10 years straight. Right. But and then you find out other people are like actually like him. Yeah. And then you watch Adaptation. You're like, huh? Where'd this come from? Oh yeah, he was a good actor. That's why he got in it in the first place. Yeah. It's very strange. I think the guy just likes working. Yeah. Oh, and for sure. And so he only wants to be in things where he can be the leading role because he's then he's doing it every well, day. Well, I think he just can't help but be that because that's the only thing he ever gets offered because well, he's, everyone thinks that that's what he should be. He could pick a spot probably. That's point. why he's good in kick-ass. Well, you know, they just so, don't offer him the other stuff. Well, I don't know though because I would say that if he was doing good movies and if he was clearly trying to do good movies, yeah. but he clearly doesn't care. No, Like true. if you were making some crappy movie and you offer Nick Cage a... Uh, role he clearly will take it oh yeah for sure so like i think he's just taking leading roles because that way he never has any time off like yeah maybe and even in the the leading roles that he does they're all like he's in the entire movie <laughs> yeah like he and obviously i haven't seen a lot of his more recent ones but you know kind of seems like that's the direction he went into of being in literally every scene yeah <laughs> there are a couple movies there i mean Kick-Ass, Sorcerer's Apprentice, he's not in the whole thing. Yeah. He's sort of the lead. But, but those are like big money, right? Yes. They're well, at, like least Sorcerer's Apprentice. at least Sorcerer's Apprentice was. Yeah. Totally. With a lot of those other ones that you were listing off that didn't sound like real movies. I mean, he was, yeah, you're right. He was like the lead in like Left Behind and like all those yeah. other ones. Joe. So I think he just loves working. He must. Which is great. Side note, um, two other people that are in Family Man, as I was scrolling <laughs> yeah. through. Um, the guy that played, that was one of the four people that show up in Lost in season four. Ken 
Leung. This oh, guy. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Yep. I'm showing Tyler the picture yeah. of him. You guys don't get to see it. Sorry. And the guy that plays Scully in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, what? Joel McKinnon Miller. Wow. The guy with the flat top. Well, now I'm... Let's go through his filmography those are both sometime. Big, those are both big lateral moves, actually, in terms of whether or not it's going to be good. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> that other guy is just like, I recognize him. Yeah. But, the man. I don't know. Yeah, right? <laughs> Who knows? I think that's part of my deal with this guy, is when I'm going through these movies... There's no sign I'm, whether it's going to be good or not? Yeah, and I, I'll watch like movies by a certain director or with a certain actor, and I'm trying yeah. to find a pattern. I'm trying to find a pattern where I can say, I feel like I can predict which movies I'm going to like and which movies I'm not going to like. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the ultimate... Like being your own movie critic, kind of, you know, it's, like it's curating your own experience. Yeah, and and making it so you don't have to see these movies that suck. Yeah, and you don't have to waste time thinking about them. Yep. And then this guy comes along, and just everything I see is less helpful. Throws a wrench in absolutely everything. Yeah. You like? Yeah. You think, you think you're like, oh, I get it, and then the next movie you see, and you're like, what? Maybe it's the order I'm seeing them in. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't think so because yeah. his biggest three movies in the '90s were the crazy ones: The Rock, Con Air, Yeah, Face Off. Yeah, that's what made him a household name. Well, and Moonstruck was like that's the Oscar one, right? Yeah, and that was like in the early '80s. Yeah, and then, late '80s, late, like right, yeah, in '80s, and then he made this insane stuff, and then he went back to making adaptations. So there's no good answer. But I get that now. I get why you're so fascinated by him because, yeah, he is impossible to predict. Because there's so many other people who have nailed down. Yeah. And a lot of times... Tay Leone? I don't like her. Yeah. Well, or even of people where not all their movies are good. Yeah. You can at least say... They're at least a little predictable. You know, where you can say, oh, like, if this person's movies are bad, it's probably because they're overly serious weepy whatever yeah or this movie this person if they're in a bad movie it's probably because i don't know the friends with adam sandler or something yeah and they're, they're <laughs> in one of his movies but it's like it just doesn't he's i don't, I don't i'm so frustrated by it <laughs> it doesn't make it. any sense it's really good yeah so you you literally just have to talk about it yeah you the only way you can find out is just watching them all you <laughs> are asking other people. And that's like a reasonable thing for us to be like, we should watch all of them. Maybe. Because here's the thing. <laughs> you wouldn't say that with an actor like, you know, like Tom Cruise. Yeah. You'd be like, all right, there's ones I'm going to avoid because I know they're bad. Yeah. Or I'm trying to think of like an even better one than that. Yeah. I was going to say like Tom Hanks, but you're, yeah, you're going to watch all the Tom Hanks ones because you like them. Or like Eddie Murphy. They're predictable. Like that's the thing. I think, like, I think Eddie Murphy is a good one because... You oh, understand sure. the trajectory of Eddie Murphy's yes, career. Yes, that's actually a great one. You kind of know what happened. Anything in the 80s, yeah. you watch it. Good. Anything past 1994? Probably bad. You, you avoid it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so... You just skip Norbit and the Adventures of and Pluto then, Nash, and, then, and you watch The Golden Child yeah. and... Uh, Coming to America. Coming to America, that's Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. And then someone would probably say, yeah, but like Showgirls is good. And it'd be like... He's in show. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Right. He made... Like somebody pulled him into one... Good job, everybody. But it's, it doesn't change what I think about him. Now. It's not Showgirls. It's it, Dreamgirls. Dreamgirls. Sorry, Showgirls oh, yeah, is wow. the one with Elizabeth. What's way her name? different movie? Yeah, uh, Dreamgirls. I never saw either of them. So. No, me neither. Um, but like even that, for him to do one movie where they came up with a thing for him to do that yeah. he can do now, yes, 
It doesn't make me think, oh, from now on, yeah. I gotta look out for Eddie Murphy it's in the It's his theaters. turn. He's back. Nope. He's Norbit's not still bad. Yeah. People don't usually do that. No, that's... Yeah, you're right. So, I, I've i learned a little bit. I haven't seen any Nick Cage movies in 10 years, as I've said. Or at least I haven't seen any of the ones that came out in the last 10 years. I'm gonna say you haven't missed a lot of... But, once again, and I see, I've I only seen a couple. I feel confident about that. Yeah. No, I'm, man, Joe, Joe got good reviews. <laughs> I'm serious. Really, yeah. Who knows? <sighs> and I think I would watch the Left Behind movie just because he's in it. Yeah, that's got to be interesting. Right? You got to think so. How'd they snag that one? Because he had an open spot in his schedule and he wanted to work. Nick Cage reacting to the fact that the rapture has happened. Got to be good. It's got to be good because he can't. Because uh, he's, he's Nick Cage. He's Nick Cage. What else do you have to say? I can't even say anything more about it. You're tapped out. I have so many more thoughts, but I can't put them together because. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. We love him. We hate him. I don't get it. Nick Cage, make a good movie. Again. I think you're like. Confuse le- me more, Nick Cage. Make I- another great movie. You can't see it, but Ty has like got his like <laughs> head in his hand. He's like legitimately frustrated right yeah. now. Like you are. I think you're actually defeated. I think so. I think this is the one thing that Tyler cannot continue he, talking about. Well, and oh, part mind. of it is because there's so many of them. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to really bear down. I'm going to watch the Martin Scorsese one he's in. I'm going to watch uh, that other one that I said that's supposedly good. Yeah. And then I'm going to just feel confident that I've seen the ones that if there are any that are good, I would have seen them by now. <laughs> and just say, you know what? The guy makes too many movies. Okay. And I'm going to see the uh, Face Off. You got to see The Rock. Yeah, but I want to see Face Off first. Oh, that too. Because we got to talk about Michael Bay sometime. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because Sounds he's good. the only director who's as weird as Nick Cage. Ooh. Okay. So that's why The Rock is great. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'll see The Rock. And watch Con Air again and watch mm-hmm. Face Off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're going to watch what? Uh, Joe. I'm not going to watch Joe. <laughs> I'm really going to get you to watch Joe. <laughs> uh, I already forgot the... Leaving Las Leaving Vegas. Las, I'm going to watch Leaving Las Vegas and Bringing Out the Dead. Okay. And then I'm going to quit. Uh, yeah, it looks like all the other ones, nobody cares about them. And then you're going to watch Season of the Witch. <laughs> I'm going to watch Season of the Witch. Um, assignments have been given. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>